The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. I'm so glad to be back here with you again today. We are um, in an, an unusual week. We, My sons, my two older sons, were off of school for Monday and Tuesday of this week, so we've had some extra time together. We haven't done much, just um, hung out. They like to play board games, and so we haven't done a whole lot, but it's been nice having them here. Um, we're gearing up, my husband and I are gearing up for a busy season, our January and February they're packed. So I am going to do my best to make sure that I'm here with you every week and release my blog and my podcast on Thursday as I have been doing. Um, But that's going to take a little bit of maneuvering. In January, the end of this month, we have a, a ministry conference to attend. And then in February, I'm taking my son to his first Rubik's Cube competition. My my youngest son, Caleb, he loves to do the, the Rubik's Cube and he has spent hours practicing. So he has his first official competition because even though I think he is fast, a lot faster than me because I can't solve it if I had, you know, years He wants to compete against the other Cubers, you know, in the world. And they do come from all over the world to see where he falls in the, you know, in the range. So he's excited about that. And then one weekend, I am going on a trip with my sister. We're going to Texas because we are starting a new adventure. And I'll share more with that about that with you guys later. But I'm really looking forward to that. And then that last week, four weeks in a row now, that last week, my husband and I are going on a retreat to North Carolina, to the mountains of North Carolina, and going to spend some time together. And we've been planning this for a long time, and it just happened to fall on the same, on that week. So I didn't plan to have it was four weeks of nonstop travel, but it just worked out that way. So pray for me that I'd be able to get everybody where they need to be and get us where we need to be and at and at the same time get the podcast out and, and all of those things. So but I'd like to dedicate today's episode to you guys who are stepping out into new areas and trying something new because I know how um how that feels. I'm like I said before, I'm doing some of that myself. 
And it can you can feel very intimidated and unsure when you step out into an area that's new. You know, when we're doing the same thing we've always done and we're in our little comfort zone, you know, it's called a comfort zone for a reason because it's comfortable. But when we are stretched and we get pulled out of our comfort zone, when we get pulled into a new paradigm, it can be unnerving sometimes. And it can sometimes we want to run back to our comfort zone. But I just want to encourage you this week that if you're coming into a new time, a new season, and new things are happening and and God is asking new things of you, don't run back yet. Give it some time. I have always thought that I have, I've always felt like I have an adventurous spirit. I like to try new things. I like to go new places. I like to try new foods. I like to, to, I've never seen a country that I wouldn't like to visit. And that's just, you know, who I am. It's just how, how God made me. You know, my, my boys would disagree you know, every summer we go to an amusement park and they love to get on the roller coasters and I just sit and watch. So they don't think I'm very adventurous, but I tell them it's, I promise it's not the heights or the loops. I get motion sickness if I ride in a car to Walmart. So I just, that doesn't sound like fun to me. Maybe not to their standards, but I think I have a very adventurous spirit. And I like to try new things. I get bored easy with the man, with, with the routine. And so, you know, throughout life, throughout, especially when I became a Christian, God has took me on so many adventures, and I'm thankful for that. You know, I think serving the Lord, I think serving Jesus is the greatest adventure that a person could have. You know, he is, he has put so many good things in us. He has given us gifts and talents that we're not even aware of. I think we'll get to heaven and realize there were things that he put in us that we didn't even know about. And so I like to see those things come out. I like to try. Sometimes I'll see people doing something and I'll think, well, I wonder if I could do that. And sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Podcasting is like that. For years, I thought, oh, I'd like to try that. When the time was right, you know, I stepped out into that and I'm so glad I did. But there are other there are other times and other things that I've stepped out in that they didn't work out so good, and that's okay, you know. I tried it and I saw that wasn't for me. But I I think you know he God has put so many good things in us, and when we step out in faith in those areas and we start growing, I think that gives him pleasure. You know, that is a that's a sign of faith that Lord, you know, I don't understand everything but I'm still going to trust you and step out. And that can be very scary, but it's also, it can be very exciting if we can get on the other side. You know, there's an awkwardness in the middle and sometimes we just have to get past the awkwardness. I I think about Abraham. I think Abraham is a wonderful example of that kind of faith. And I like that he was not a young man. You know, Abraham was an older man when God called him to leave his family, to leave his city, you know, to to take everything he owned and to go where he didn't even know where. You know, God didn't even say, go here. He said, I'll show you when you get there. And I I think he had, that had to be a, a tough move. You know, he wasn't a young man. He was, he was an older man. And I like that because he sometimes in youth will run out and do stuff without even thinking about it. You know, we just think we're invincible. But when you get older and you see some things, 
sometimes it can be harder to do those things. But by the grace of the Lord, I want to be like Abraham. I want to be 90 and trying a new adventure or stepping out into a new place. So Abraham, you know, God calls him out and he follows. And you know, people thought he was crazy. And then God promised him a son. He promised him a son. And that promised son came when Abraham was a hundred years old. And God so blessed Abraham for his faith and his trust in him that many of the blessings that he promised him came long after Abraham was in heaven. Have you ever thought about that? So many of the promises that God promised Abraham, he saw the, the, the fruit of it. He saw the beginning of it. But, you know, he told him, he said, you'll have descendants as numerous as the sands on the seashore. And he did. And we see that today. So God is faithful to those who obey him and those who put their trust in him at the risk of looking and feeling foolish. Another person in the in the Bible that encourages me in this area is Peter. You know, Peter loved Jesus, but he seems to have been a very brash kind of person. And he was going to be with Jesus no matter what. You didn't have to think about what he was thinking because he told you. Jesus had to rebuke him. He had to correct him. But he still loved Peter. And I, I just, you see his heart in, remember after Jesus's resurrection, Peter and the other disciples decided to go fishing and they didn't catch anything. But the next morning on the shore, Jesus was there fixing them breakfast. He was cooking fish for them and they didn't know who he was. And he asked them, you know, did you catch anything? And they and they yelled back, no. And then John knew. John recognized Jesus before anybody else. But Peter got to Jesus before anybody else. He jumped out of the boat and swam to Jesus. He couldn't wait on the boat to get him there. You know, he loved the Lord. And he had that kind of faith. That kind of, I'm jumping out of this boat faith. You know, think about when when Jesus was walking on the water. Jesus had fed the 5,000, and it says immediately Jesus put the disciples in a boat to head to the other side. While he stayed back to pray, he put the disciples in the boat and said, now you go to the other side. But in the midst of that, a storm comes up. So So they aren't able to get where... Jesus told him to go. So Jesus walks out on the lake in the middle of a storm. Now, they're already petrified. They already think they're going to die in this storm. You know, it's it's come up on them. They're trying to get to the other side. They're striving. They're fearful. And then they see Jesus walking on the water, and they think he's a ghost. So they're having a bad time. And He calls out to them and says, listen, it's me. Don't be afraid. Fear not. It's me. You know, sometimes we're like that. We're in the middle of a storm and it feels like it can't get any worse. And then it gets worse. You know, it's like this cannot get any worse. And then it gets worse. Have you ever felt that way? And but in the midst of it, Jesus says, it's me. It's me. I'm in the middle of this storm. I've got you. I put you on the lake. Don't you know that I, I know I knew what was going to happen? 
And so Peter says, Lord, if it's you, call to me to come to you. And he calls him. He says, come. And Peter gets out the boat. You know, he wanted to be with Jesus. Wherever Jesus was, he just wanted to be there. And if Jesus was going to walk on the water, he wanted to walk with Jesus. If Jesus was going to do a miracle, he wanted to be right there by his side. And I that inspires me. I love Peter's faith. I, I don't think I have that kind of faith, but I want that kind of faith. And I love that example. I'm so glad that the Lord gave us that example that, you know, Jesus is in the storm with us. He cares about us and he calls us to him. You know, and I, Peter has this kind of faith that, you know, he is going to get out that boat. Now, I want to tell you, sometimes, you know, you hear this 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 story taught, and, and maybe even I've done it myself, and you're kind of critical of those in the boat, or you're kind of critical, we can be critical of the boat. But Jesus told them to get in the boat. I mean, they were, they loved Jesus. These were Jesus's disciples, and he told them to get in the boat. They were being obedient to Jesus in that boat. They weren't bad people. And the boat was not a bad thing. It was the way they were to go from where they were to where Jesus told them to go. So the boat's not bad. The disciples weren't bad. But Jesus called Peter and Peter obeyed. So see, we can be about our business. We can be doing exactly what Jesus told us to do. And in the midst of it, he can call us off to an adventure. Now, he, Jesus is not afraid of the storm. There's a storm all around and he's walking on it. And he calls us to himself in the middle of that storm and says, get out the boat and come to me. And Peter did it. And yes, he sank, but he also walked on the water. And I would rather sink trying than than not see what could have been. And I love that Peter was looking for confirmation. You know, he didn't just jump out the boat. He said, Jesus, if this is you, then call me. You know, I'm not asking you to do something crazy. I'm not asking you to be foolish. I always encourage you. I encourage everybody. You know, use wisdom. But wisdom is always obeying Jesus, always. You know, we can ask for confirmation. We can ask for, you know, wisdom from other people. But the bottom line is wisdom is obeying Jesus, even when it doesn't line up with the way we want it to be or the way we thought it should go or what our mind is telling us we should do. Wisdom is obeying Jesus. And also, you know, that boat, that's a safe place and it feels safe, right? I mean, when there's a storm raging, you know, we just want to hunker down. We want to get as small as possible and just, you know, get on that boat and just wait for the storm to go by. We don't want to stand. We don't want to walk. We certainly don't want to leave it. But as Christians, as believers in Jesus, the safest place that we can be is in the will of the Lord. I I knew a little missionary lady. She was in her 80s when I met her. 
And she had traveled all over the world, first with her husband, and then her husband passed away. And then God said, God asked her, well, didn't I call you? And she said, well, Lord, my husband is is passed away. How am I supposed to do this? And the Lord told her, your, your call isn't over just because your husband passed away. You know, I called you. And so at 80 years old, she was traveling the world, sometimes by herself. Sometimes she would take other people with her. But she was such a woman of faith, and she was a little fireball. I just I enjoyed her so much. Her name was Sister Stansky. But I remember her saying to us one time when she was going to, to, to Egypt, and that's a hard country to get into as a minister, and I remember her saying, you know, we asking her, are you afraid? Are you afraid of what could happen or what might happen? Or, And she said, oh, no. She said, the safest place to be is in the perfect will of God. And I never forgot that. And I thought, Lord, help me to live that one. Help me to live that one out. So I just give this to you today and say, be encouraged. You know, it God's calling us to adventures. And it may feel like a storm right now, but Jesus comes to us in the storms. Now, he, he loves us. He doesn't want us to be foolish. But if we ask him, Jesus, is this you? He'll tell us if it is. He'll tell us, come, it's me. And if it's not, he'll tell us that too. He says, my sheep know my voice. So if I'm asking for you know, wisdom, he's going to give me wisdom. If I'm asking for, for, you know, for him to confirm, is this you, Lord? He'll do it because he wants us to be successful. You know, there's no condemnation in him. He understands we're flesh. He understands we're weak. He understands that, you know, we're made of dust. But if we will ask him, he will confirm his will. And if we'll step out, if he's calling us to do something that just seems completely out of character for you or for, you know, for us, he'll give us grace to do it. And we can dance with him on the water. And if we fail, he's always close enough to pull us up. And I like it where it says they entered back in the boat together. He'll be right there with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us because we belong to him. And he's teaching us how to walk by faith. The father is teaching us how to walk by faith and not fear. I'm so glad you joined me here today. I hope this has been a blessing to you and an encouragement. If you're listening today and this has been a blessing, please reach out to me and let me know. That is like fuel in my tank. That helps me to keep on going and knowing that I'm producing things that you guys are enjoying and are benefiting from. If you just send me an email, you can find my email in the show notes, or you can go to my blog, graceformyhome.com, and you can find my email there. Um, Also, you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram under Audrey McCracken or under Grace for My Home. And also, you can subscribe to my blog. If you subscribe to my blog, you'll get a newsletter that I send out every week. And I would love to hear from you. If you just, you know, drop me a line and tell me where you're listening from, you know, just tell me about your life. I would love to hear that. And I'll definitely get back with you. 
But before I let you go today, I do want to pray with you and for you and um, just bless you. Father, I thank you today that you have called us to yourself. And Lord, you have plans for us. You said, I know the plans I have for you and that they're good plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Lord, I thank you for faith. I pray, Lord God, that you would help us to walk with you, that we would have that heart like Abraham, who even in his old age said, I'm going to, I'm going to obey. I'm going to trust God. And like Peter, who said, I just want to be with him, even if it's on the water in the middle of a storm. Lord, we love you as best as we know how, and we ask you to help us to love you more. And Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that even in our in our homes, taking care of our children, that you have great adventures for us. And we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.